Hey mama, welcome back to Mama's Mission. If you're on the lookout for a really simple way to teach your kids about Jesus, this is totally the episode for you. In today's episode, I get to interview the awesome Chelsea from Month of Sundays. And we just connected like off the bat, like if that even is a saying. You know how you just meet those people and you just click? Well, her and I just totally clicked and everything she offered, oh, it's just amazing. You really want to be listening to this episode because it's going to unpack what she does and how it could totally impact your family in a really positive way. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hey friend, welcome to Mama's Mission. Here we unpack the mission of discipling your kids into a real and loving relationship with God. I'm Deb, and I'd like you to think of me as your spirit stirrer. Is that even a thing? It is now. I want to stir your spirit up and inspire you to get intentional about discipleship. Mama, your role is more than making snacks and nagging. I mean, encouraging your kids. There's a greater purpose you need to work towards, and that's leading your tribe to know and love God. If you're ready to ditch your overwhelmed, discouraged attitude and get more clarity and inspiration on raising Jesus-loving kids, this podcast is for you. So grab a coffee and maybe a sneaky treat, kick back and get ready to be inspired. Welcome back to Mama's Mission. I am so super excited because this week we have Chelsea from a month um, it's not a month it's month of Sundays right just month of Sundays we just leave the a out (laughs) (laughs) and we are recording a podcast all about discipleship and just what month of Sundays is all about and it's such an awesome resource so I hope you get heaps out of the episode so let's just jump in with our questions so Chelsea (laughs) can you tell listeners a little bit about yourself I sure can. Um, and firstly, thank you for giving me the opportunity to come and talk. Did oh, you know this you. is actually my first ever podcast interview? So I'm really blessed to be part of it. It's exciting. It's oh, so awesome. Yeah. So um, I am Chelsea. I am from Melbourne in Australia and um, I have two little ones. They are six and nine now. I have an amazing husband who is um, very much a servant heart and lets me do things like this while he's cooking dinner and wrangling kids. So he's fantastic. I'm very lucky. Probably the same situation in your house. Yeah. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) And both of us are just hoping that no one knocks on the door and like, no. Amen to that. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. It's a podcast for mums, so I'm sure they get this. Yeah. So I am also a teacher and um, in amongst that, I've done a whole lot of work for um, the church and I used to be a youth minister or a youth leader really for um, about a decade, a long time ago. And um, I've actually been a Christian since I was a very wee, if I use your word, wee little one. Little one. Um, my mum actually led me to the Lord when I was about three years old. Wow. So yeah, Christianity has been a part of my life since at like a very young age. Um, And I've never really left the faith at all, but I certainly have um, had my faith grow and mature in different stages and phases. And um, 
really excited to be where I am right now and at the church where I am right now. And I feel like there's been a lot of growth in my life recently. So yeah, that's sort of, sort of me. I could share a bit about my, my hobbies or anything like that. If that's at all interesting, it's probably not really. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we can just totally jump into month of Sundays because yeah, I think it's amazing. I was just actually doing it a bit of it with my daughter tonight and she Beautiful. she just loved it. But I re- really would love you to share with the listeners what it's all about. So mm. what is Month of Sundays and what inspired you to actually start in the first place? Yeah, that's a great question. So Month of Sundays is a uh, Christian subscription box for families at the moment, um, apologies to your listeners who may be in New Zealand or other parts of the world. Um, we're only in Australia at present. Um, but we create a, a box which has lots of resources in it and it gets sent out to families. At the moment, uh, it's every two months. Um, we did do monthly for a little while, but we've just changed sort of the the pattern or, and the rhythm, I guess, of what we're doing as a business to, to give us some more time to do things like this and get the word out um, about the boxes. Um, so we kind of like to describe it, it's a bit like Sunday school in a box. And oh, yeah. so, yeah, it's probably a good description um, because we start with a, a great storybook, um, a great quality book that the kids just are really drawn to and then we also have in there craft and family devotional activities um everything we try to have as hands-on as possible so that it suits kids around the age of three to sort of eight years old approximately is our our guidelines there um and it started really because um I was on the hunt for something for my family because we um when we had our our little ones we sort of I guess I'm not sure what your motherhood journey has been like Deb but for us and for me um it was quite an overwhelming transition yeah (laughs) um for our family and so we sort of I think we found ourselves pretty much in survival mode for those first few years and then a second baby comes along and then there was a whole lot of other dynamics and change happening and And we were very much attempting to get to church every week, but I didn't really feel very um, confident, I guess, in what we would be doing with our kids in terms of teaching them about Jesus at home. And I would be attempting different things at different times and I'd I'd get a great idea, but then go to the cupboard and realize that I didn't have what I needed to be able to pull off that idea. Yeah. And I you know, for us in Melbourne, even though we're in a major city, the Christian bookshop like, would take an hour or so to, to drive to. And then I'd look at all the shelves and go, oh, gosh, there's so much here. I wonder which book would be good. And I'd stand there <laughs> reading them all and going, um, and I, what I thought would be good, I'd get home and it sort of would be a flop. And I was, <laughs> it was, <laughs> I just sort of tried lots of things. And I was like, I think I need like something and I remember I had seen um just the flash of an ad on social media somewhere talking about a subscription service for Christian families and I thought that's what I need and so 
Christmas. I sort of had it in mind that later in the year, I think it was 2019 at the time, um, that I would get my my parents to get whatever this subscription thing was that yeah. I'd seen for my kids because I thought that would be perfect if it's expensive, you know, like they like to get a good significant gift at Christmas and also it's not meaning that I've got like another Paw Patrol toy or, you know, yeah. more Barbies. Like this is a great thing that I want them to sew into. And so would you believe I searched for probably six or you know, even nine months, just randomly going, oh, okay, Google, like now Christian subscription box, subscription Australia, Christian subscription, did all the things, could not find anywhere in um, in an Australian business um, that was anything like what I thought I needed. Um, I could find them in America, um, but the postage obviously situation is um, was a bit out of control and I don't think they even sent to Australia. Um, so after lots and lots of searching, I thought I'll ring our main Christian bookshop here in Australia. They'll know if there's something. Yeah. <laughs> and so I rang them one afternoon and it was in like, it was in around December, um, in 2019. And I just was talking to the girl on the phone. I said, I'm, I'm sure I've seen something like this. Could you tell me, you know, what, what is it? What's the name of it? Is there anything? And she said, no, I don't think there is anything. Um, I'm like, oh, okay, that's annoying. I'm sure I'd seen something. And then she said, um, you should make one yourself. You should do it. And I was like, ha, 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 that's hilarious. Aren't you funny? And we had a laugh and we hang up, hung up. <laughs> and then I sat down on the couch. My kids were watching um, the Star Christmas movie, which I just adore. Oh, that is so, so good, that one. Isn't it? It warms your heart. And just, oh, yeah. Ooh, I love it. And so I was sitting there watching it with them and I was laughing about what the girl had said. And then all of a sudden I had this moment, a divine moment really, where I, where it just struck me in my mind, well, why not me? It, it could be me that starts something like that. And as soon as in my mind I said those thoughts, I had just this whoosh of download from heaven of like just a blueprint basically I run and got my journal and I just wrote page after page after page of what it would look like wow what it could look like and that was really the day that month of Sundays was sort of the vision was really just kind of plopped in my lap (laughs) I believe from God um and yeah over the next sort of it took us sort of till the next October-ish to launch so it took a long time but the lockdowns in Melbourne actually helped, would you believe? Well, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I honestly, I'd tried starting, I, I tried to make a start, but it wasn't until we had those really lengthy lockdowns here in Melbourne, as you probably know. And yeah. um, we, it actually just created a space in my head and in our schedule um, where I was able to actually really get the ball rolling. And so that was when, um, in November of 2020 that we launched our first box and now would you believe I just am packing today our 20th um, wow wow that is so cool yeah oh I love that I just I love the story of it oh that is that's that's the coolest thing I love the heart behind your business Mm. so what do you think it would be a great thing I think it's pretty obvious but what do you think this would be a good thing for parents who are struggling to find the time to disciple their kids? 
yeah so that that was us too in terms of time and um and resources because I mean we like any um family with little ones there's a lot of balls in the air isn't there there's um, oh yeah there's work and there's church and there's you know any volunteering stuff you do and then all the kids sort of sports or lessons or appointments and um yeah so what I really think is great about month of Sundays is that it removes um several of those obstacles so it means that there isn't any trips to the shops yeah. <laughs> um, and no hour trips or longer to find your Christian bookshop and and check them out check them out um parents who use us or, or grown-ups we call them because sometimes there are aunties or uncles or carers who are using our boxes so yeah um they don't have to do any reviewing or researching about um books or topics and how they're going to teach those to their kids so that takes out that element as well um and we give all of the resources that are needed to do any of the craft or activities inside the box so there is no kind of like oh my gosh extras I don't have pipe cleaners yeah <laughs> yeah and also I guess what I bring to the boxes is creativity um so some families and parents I think are like oh I'd like I'd like to teach my kids about stuff but how do I make it fun for them you know they yeah. don't have that that sort of gift they've got different gifts but I've got um <laughs> I've got that gift I believe um so yeah that's that's some, I think it's just removing new obstacles. And interestingly, I do think this is important for, for anyone to think about when they're thinking about discipling their kids is that even if we deliver these boxes, it, um, it doesn't actually do it for you. No. <laughs> we're just delivering, we're delivering a tool. Um, and then it's up to the families to carve out that time. And that's, that's a big decision to make and it I actually really think and I'd, I'd be interested in your thoughts on this Deb and experience is that I reckon when you when you say or make a commitment to carve out that time to disciple your kids whether it's something you sit down and do once a week or it's your bible reading every night I reckon it's something that gets the most distraction and attempts to thwart it and 100%. you know tantruming kids and busy this and phone calls and I really it's it's a it's a thing that I think that we do for our kids that is so godly and so powerful um that it's definitely an area where um there is that sort of element of spiritual attack on it that yeah things that will try and get in the way of you fulfilling the calling that God has given you and um the, the the main ministry that he's given us as parents is that um that job of um teaching our kids about our most precious and holy faith yeah I would 100% agree I think you've really got to get intentional with mm. using this time and as you said carving out time and I'm a teacher as well by profession and yeah. I'm such a planner geek but God was even just speaking to me today about yeah, just really getting intentional with setting that, that time aside and actually just planning for it. So I've been right. started getting really intentional about planning my time with the Lord myself. But he's also like, okay, well, let's put this onto your parenting as well. Like, I want you to get intentional with what are we going to do together? You know, so 
today I was like okay well what do you want me to do and he was like you haven't quite finished the box that Chelsea sent you so finish the box and my daughter loved it and it it was just so good and I did it we currently we're staying with my parents because we're helping them out and my mum looked at it and she was like this is amazing this is so cool like you probably we're doing the safety one I think like um, body safety body safety and it was just amazing the discussions we had on who my daughter felt comfortable talking to about certain things and yeah just familiarizing herself with what's private what's not and just reevaluating as well that God created her in his image and Mm. you know he was really happy with what he created (laughs) and it, it, it was really cool and but I again going back I had to get in, intentional with that time and I had to really make the room for it and you're right we are going to get attacked because hey Satan is out to do some damage and where is he gonna go first he's gonna go for the family that's mm. this is this is it like look at a lot of problems in our society stem from the fact that they come people come from broken families and dads aren't present mums aren't present you know that kind of thing so 100% he's going to come for you but I think you know our God is greater and you know okay one session that we do with our kids may turn to custard but it doesn't mean that it's ruined forever we just try again the next day (laughs) that is so so true so true oh I just had a flash in my mind of a very um ill-fated little family devotional we did around (laughs) Christmas one year (laughs) and it ended up with me shouting and then crying while everyone else cried (laughs) so I'm just putting out that really super honest terrible experience um just so that other people please don't feel bad when it ends up you know with the toddler rolling on the ground instead of listening and you know the kids just scribbling on any sort of sheet you might give them. So it's, <laughs> it's all okay. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so I'd love to know, how do you actually come up with the themes for your boxes? So if I was to say that I had a super power from God, I would say it's about themes. Would you believe? That's awesome. <laughs> I don't think they mentioned that one in the Bible, but <laughs> that is, <laughs> I do believe that, um, I, I've, I think I've noticed it in my life, even since I was probably a teenager, that you give me a topic and I can flesh that out with so many ideas about how you could teach it, how you could celebrate it, how you could, um, you know, package it up. I've just, it's this thing, right? So I tend to start with our month of Sunday's boxes with the books. I'm looking on the lookout all the time for new um, new and or old great Christian storybooks for kids. I'm looking for storylines that are, of course, biblical. Mm-hmm. I want them to be um, well-produced and well-thought-out. But the one of the main things I'm looking for, and you would understand this as a teacher, is I'm looking for a book with a bit of a hook. Like yeah. I want a book that has an incredible concept or an incredible idea that the kids just go, oh, I see that or I get that. Yeah. Um, 
and that keeps them interested from the start to the end. And when I find that, that's when I go, okay, this will form the basis of our box. And then I go to town on the theme. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, So, you know, we've done some themes, a whole range of things. Like the one I'm working on at the moment that it's about to go out is about heaven. So when I saw there was a book about heaven, I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome from the start. Yeah. Um, And I also, we use a lot of books from the Good Book Company. They sort of put out the the garden, the curtain and the cross, which people might really have known that one. That's a brilliant one of theirs. But pretty much anything from them is fantastic. So heaven was the idea for the book idea for this box. And then I've created four other activities that are really hands-on that are helping to teach kids uh, a biblical idea about heaven. Um, So, for example, one of the activities I've made today, I sound like I make it all in one day, that I've been working on (laughs) for the last month or so, (laughs) is um, like a pop-up scene of heaven with like little bits that pop out. And in the scene, I wanted to, the intention behind the pop-up scene was to teach kids some of what the Bible says that heaven will look like. So in the pop-out, there's little pieces that they're going to decorate. So, um, for example, the walls around the city in heaven is uh, made of gold. And so I've gotten some gold foil and the families are going to glue and put on like the little pieces of the gold foil to, to really get across to kids that that's a true thing in heaven. Oh, that's um, such a good so, idea. Yeah, so there's gem stickers for the the foundations of the walls and there's little pearl stickers to put on the gates of heaven and I've got Jesus and I've got um you know people feasting and people dancing and yeah just trying to sort of not just an aimless sort of activity sheet yeah um, but something that's really hands-on and really is a very visual or tangible way to get across these truths that they can sometimes be really hard for kids at that age to get a handle on. That is awesome. I'm sure there are a lot of people listening and myself included. How do you actually use your box as a family yourself? Yeah, well, this is, um, these guys, my children and my husband, (laughs) the poor things, they're my guinea pigs. (laughs) That's perfect. So it is kind of perfect. So I would say we use them in a way that's probably not typical of our subscribers because they're seeing this, the process from the moment a book or a bundle of books that I'm testing arrives, I know if my kids go back to that story again, you know, they'll grab it. Can we read it, mum? I'm like, sure, go and go and have a look at it. And then if they are really keen to read that again later, then I know that that's a good book. (laughs) That Um, is cool. So they test, they test the books. And then as we're reading the book or I'm testing an activity, I'm listening to their question and what they want to know about um, the topic of the book. So, but it, not really answering the question in terms of how do I use it. So we will sort of use it a little bit in the preparation time when we're testing ideas. I'll sit down with them and I say, this is, this is an idea, this is an activity about, you know, the book that you read. <laughs> and we'll read the book again and we'll do an activity together. And I tend, the way I've designed the boxes and the way I use them with my kids as well is that I don't intend them 
to be sat down and then just used um, unwrap everything and do it all at once. Yeah. That's not how I've made them and it's not the intention. And also as, um, you know, if you think of a classroom setting, we're not just, if you're going to teach spelling, we don't teach spelling one day of the year and then leave it till the next year. And so the idea, the um, sort of the strategy, I guess, behind the boxes in an educational sense is that they'll start with um, the first activity and then come back to it maybe in a few days or a week later, talk about that activity a little bit again and then go on to the next activity, which also builds on, on the same concept and the same theme for the box. And then by the end of, say, four sessions or a lot of people can get even six or eight sessions out of them um, that then they're feeling like they've gotten that whole subject or topic fairly well embedded for their kids and their family. Yeah, I would so agree. I mean, I don't think this is how we should disciple anyway. I think a lot of us probably think that's what it could be all about. We just throw a whole heavy devotion on them once and then a month later pick it up again and it's not It's <laughs> I don't know. It's almost like you want to drip feed it to them. Yes. And this is this is the same thing with the box. And it was so cool though because my daughter was doing it, and then she said, "Can we do another activity?" And yeah, I was like, "Okay, yeah." And disclosure, uh, Chelsea labels everything so well in the box. So there's the activities are either for your children or for the adults to, and there's clear instructions. And also, okay, you know that I'm all about the planner and the geek here, but those stickers, those stickers, she gives stickers to remind you to put in your diary or put on your calendar to keep referring back to, you know, the box. Oh, that was the best. That was the best. Oh, look at you (laughs) go. I should put that in some of the other boxes. (laughs) Yeah, I just, I just love them just for me anyway, because Sometimes we do get these things and we, we rip into it as soon as it comes and then life gets in the way. And mm. yeah, it is, it is a bit hard. So I, I would completely, like, yeah. It would be so handy, wouldn't it? Like we get our, our doctors or our vets or our schools sending us these little reminders about these important things that we must do. Like I just got a text from our vet saying that our cat needs to be vaccinated. And actually, no talent, not anyone. She's actually overdue for her vaccinations. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, it would be nice if someone was texting us, you know, every week and saying, have you spent time not only with the Lord yourself, but have you spent time with your kids this week, you know, sharing yeah. around the word and, um, helping them to understand more about more about me and maybe is that the role of the Holy Spirit that we need to welcome even more into our lives to to prompt us and to keep us on track um, yeah because I I think that I when I think about who I've created month of Sundays for it was for people like me who had this real desire to do more with their kids they had this, I guess, a prompting or a yearning in their heart that, okay, this is my responsibility. I feel this sort of burden from the Lord to really be intentional, exactly like what you're saying, Deb, yeah. and to um, spend that time, make that commitment um, to not let that spiritual education of our kids be done by 
someone just in Sunday school on the week. And yeah. if you're lucky enough to get them into church and into the Sunday school yeah. thing, um, you know, and if you're lucky enough to send your kids to a Christian school, I keep using the word lucky, that's probably not helpful. If you're blessed enough yeah. to send your kids to a Christian school, then sure, the teachers there will be um, sharing and discipling in and or educating in the faith. But we can't be relying on those other things externally to the home to be doing that role and that was what was really weighing heavily on me around the time I was looking for it and then as I started to develop the ideas in the box and started to utilize them with my family I was like oh my gosh this is this is actually a joy and it's hard work yeah but it's actually such a joy to see their little minds go ding when they get that idea or that concept that you're sharing with them about these amazing precious truths that we live our lives by we can't we can't let that time go past without sharing those things that are most precious to us preach it that is so good (laughs) yeah so I probably should have asked this question earlier but what does discipleship actually mean to you yeah I was um I was thinking about I think I've sort of touched a little bit on it anyway, just then probably about, it's about, for me, about bringing the very truths that I live my life by and the the foundations of what the Bible teaches to my children and letting it sink into their, their brains and their hearts. And I was reading the other day, that someone and I have actually come across a few parents that think this probably no one that's listening to your podcast but someone said oh what faith my children choose down the track is up to them I'm not going to force it on them and I did really I thought that's a fascinating mindset um and it kind of I think is revealing in a way about where that person's heart is um, with the Lord potentially. Yeah. We can't even put our sort of spin on that. But I think our kids become like mini versions of us in every way. Pretty much. Um, In a good way, good way and a bad way, unfortunately. (laughs) But I, yeah, so I guess for us in our home, I see discipleship as us being explicit, I think, in what we want them to pick up from us. But the flip side of that is, is that regardless of what I teach them with my intentional time where I'm specifically giving them a little lesson in what the Bible says about patience, if then my life doesn't reflect um, reflect patience later, (laughs) then they are they're going to see that too. Oh, Um, yeah. So, gee, we need so much grace for this job, don't we? (laughs) Oh, bucket loads. (laughs) Bucket loads. One thing that I picked up and learnt over the years is, is a quote from a lady called Barbara Rioche, and it's just brilliant. She said, when it comes to discipleship with your kids, um, it's to be brief and to be consistent and to be real. Oh, I love that. I try. Yeah, it's brilliant. I try to do each of those things, 
probably my children would tell you I'm not brief enough. I reckon that's what they'd say. I think that's <laughs> but all teachers. That, <laughs> 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 oh, it's sad. But um, I think the younger the child, the briefer you need to be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think we need to, yeah, we need to be consistent. I think that is um, incredibly important, like what we've talked about, that trade approach. And being real comes back to that thing I was just saying then about patience, about if I'm talking about patience but they don't see patience, then I'm probably not teaching them something I'm ready to teach at this point. So let's be real, guys. I'm teaching myself here today about patience and I need the fruit of the Holy Spirit working more inside of me in terms of my patience because you guys know that I haven't got this worked out yet. Yeah. So being real. Yeah, I I would agree with you wholeheartedly. It's about authenticity. Yeah. Um, to wrap us up, because our time is running slim and stupid Zoom with the 40-minute cap now. <laughs> um, can you tell the listeners where they can find out more about you? Absolutely. So we have our website is www.monthofsundays.com.au and they can also follow us over at Instagram. We are Month of Sundays AU and of course Facebook is there. So any of those spots they can keep up to date with what we're doing and I know that I do have a little bit thing at the bottom of my website that if people from New Zealand um, are keen as an option to, for me to explore more New Zealand shipping, um, just drop me a line because I, you know, if there is interest and I can work out some ways to get the postage maybe happening a little bit cheaper than it is at the moment, then it's certainly a possibility. That is awesome. Thank you so much. I've thoroughly enjoyed our conversation and I'm sure the listeners have too. And I've learned a bunch and I got to say, guys, you really have to try to get your hands on these. They're so <laughs> awesome. I love the idea. And my daughter, who's six, just loved it. So you're doing an awesome, awesome job, Chelsea. Oh, thank you, Deb. And it's been a joy to actually, I get to see your face while we're recording this, but have a chat to you. And um, yeah, you're doing an awesome job too with your mama's mission, maybe soon to be something else. So well done. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for listening to Mama's Mission. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review. Thanks, guys. Hey, Mama. I can pretty much say ditto to what my little girl just said. It lights me up when you're encouraged to disciple your kids from the content here at Mama's Mission. So either leave a review on the podcast or hit me up on Instagram at a dash of Deb. Or better yet, join the family by subscribing to our newsletter. The link is in the description. Be blessed, Mama.